Welcome to the Niche Podcast, your weekly rundown of the biotech, pharma, clinical research, and life science industries. I'm your host, Dr. Noah Goodson. This week, device acquisitions, rare disease approvals, COVID success stories, and clinical research ups and downs. The views expressed on the Niche Podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any organizations or companies with which they are affiliated. Medtronic has announced the $1.1 billion acquisition of Intersect ENT. The cash deal will expand on Medtronic's position in the ear, nose, throat space. Intersect's core assets, Propel and Sinuva, are sinus implants that improve localized drug release. Medtronic's ENT catalog contains dozens of devices and solutions within the space. This latest acquisition gives them a well-developed inpatient and outpatient drug delivery platform. They may simply use this to scale out sales, but I can certainly imagine them working to integrate Intersect's underlying technology across Medtronic's business. Biodegradable drug delivery platforms are certainly right up their alley. Late-onset Pompe disease, LOPD, is a debilitating and deadly muscular dystrophy. Pompe disease may show symptoms as early as birth, but LOPD may have symptoms appear well into adulthood and often has a more rapid progression. A genetic mutation in the GAA gene, which produces the protein called acid alpha-glucosidase, can cause a buildup of glycogen, primarily in human muscle tissue. This buildup will cause permanent damage and lead to a loss of the ability to move and breathe. A new enzyme replacement therapy from Sanofi, Nexviazyme, has been approved by the FDA. In a phase 3 clinical trial, Nexviazyme showed significant improvement in walking and breathing ability while causing less adverse events than the current leading treatment, alglucosidase alpha. The therapy was developed by Sanofi and may provide significant life extension and improved quality of life to individuals suffering from LOPD. This is not a cure or a gene therapy. Enzyme replacement therapy works by infusing functional human GAA into the body every two weeks so that the tissue can better regulate glycogen buildup and thus mitigate the damage. It should be noted that Sanofi is not competing with other companies here, but actually expanding on their own treatments for both infant and late-onset Pompeii disease. The new formulation, Avail Glucosidase Alpha-NGPT, and that's Alpha-A-L-F-A, by the way, has beat Sanofi's own therapy sold as Lumazyme since 2014. The new formulation will likely be similar in cost to Sanofi's current Pompeii disease therapies, This might sound like a pretty decent price structure for a novel treatment, but averaging $300,000 per year, this is no discount drug. Adagio Therapeutics went public last week, raising $309 million at $17 per share. Share prices quickly shot up and eventually settled down to $20.88 at closing on Friday, a 21% gain. Adagio's launch is based on early success of ADG20, a antibody therapy being studied for the treatment and prevention of COVID-19. With COVID-19 once again on the rise in the U.S. and vaccine hesitancy expediting the spread of the disease, expect plenty of opportunities for Adagio to make a run at emergency use authorization for their therapy later this year. With this significant capital infusion, I'd expect them to attempt to build out their pipeline as well as move ADG20 through late-phase trials as rapidly as possible. 
Speaking of COVID-19 winners, there's none bigger than Moderna, a relatively minor biotech who now has a market cap of $166 billion and a $2.2 billion profit from Q2. It's possible and even likely that Moderna is overvalued, but they are still extremely valuable and cash flush right now. But I've thought that before and was wrong, so maybe don't ask me. But what is next for the burgeoning giant? What I do know is that all that money is flying into a massive R&D pipeline. How big? Well, they've got 23 mRNA products in a pipeline with a full 15 in clinical trials, and they aren't being slow about pivoting. Their oncology product, mRNA2416, was cut in favor of mRNA2752, same focus, different product. And their vaccine business is also rolling. On the back of the technological success of their COVID-19 vaccine, new products for flu, seasonal boosters, and a respiratory syncytial virus, RSV vaccine, are all on the way. Moderna, it seems, is here to stay. The clinical research support organization, WCG Clinical, has been busy. In May, they acquired Ovaca Group to expand their consulting wing. Then, in July, they acquired Intrinsic Imaging to build out their clinical trial support and imaging solutions, and Verisci to build out CNS clinical trial offerings. Their last fiscal year pulled in about half a billion in revenue. With all this in hand, they were headed for a $720 million IPO at a $6.1 billion valuation. But right before launch on Thursday, they pulled the plug. The understated announcement cites market forces. This is a critical move at this moment for a variety of reasons. First, it represents a shift in the confidence in the booming biotech and clinical research market. Most companies have been blasting through IPOs and acquisitions at an astounding rate over the last two years. This pullback suggests maybe WCG wants to get their organization restructured and aligned after all this acquisition activity before going public in this current climate. Whatever the reason, it certainly represents a distinct contrast to trends in the industry as a whole. How hot is the clinical research market? Well, there were a number of acquisitions this last week, ranging from preclinical work through site networks. The preclinical contract research organization Innotive Inc. announced they're acquiring Gateway Pharmaceutical Laboratories to expand their drug metabolism and pharmacokinetics DMPK capabilities. Innotive holds a market cap of about $430 million, supporting the non-clinical portions of drug development. The acquisition should see them build out further lab offerings to their partners across the biotech and pharma industries. The CRO, NAMSA, is entirely focused on medical device studies and registries. This specialization is integrated into their business and sales model. In 2020, the private equity group, Archimed, acquired the majority interest stake in NAMSA, it's no surprise to see them lay down a series of acquisitions to build out their offerings this year. First, they acquired Syntax in January to expand their electronic data capture capacity. In March, they scooped up American preclinical services to enhance their early pipeline capacity. Now, they've announced the acquisition of ClinLogix. This merger will build on NAMSA's global footprint and continue their strong focus on medical devices. I'm not sure where Archimed wants them to go, but I'd expect a period of consolidation, especially after this latest acquisition. Cinexcel is a clinical research site network with expertise built into specific centers within their site network. Each site is a different arm of the larger organization, though some sites share therapeutic focus for broader reach. 
They've added a new Tampa location, Cinexcel FCR, through the acquisition of 4Care Clinical Research. This principal investigator-led network has expertise in dermatology, immunology, inflammatory disease, and other areas relevant to Cinexcel's model. Cinexcel is owned by Webster Equity Partners and has only been around for about three years. Whether this is a small side acquisition or if the PE backers want to build out the clinical network isn't clear at this time. What is definitive is that the role of site networks is evolving in clinical research, so we can expect plenty of shifts and shuffles in this segment of the clinical research landscape over the next five years. Thanks for joining me on the Niche Podcast, your weekly summary of the top news in the biotech, pharma, clinical research, and life science industries. You can learn more at thenichepod.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Like, comment, subscribe, and most of all, share with your friends. If you like what you hear, please rate and review. It really helps us. Once again, I'm Dr. Noah Goodson, and I'll see you next week.